0: Hey guys, Alex here with the AJ Nashville Podcast. Hey, I just want to take a moment and thank our sponsors. House on the Rock Home Inspection with Dave Ganatra. You can feel free to reach his team at 615-717-7900. Let me tell you, when it comes to protecting your greatest asset that you ever purchase, Dave's got you covered. Builders fear this man. Feel free to reach out to his team. Once again, 615-717-7900. Next on our great list of sponsors is the Rap Lab. Any type of printed marketing that you're looking for, maybe it's a wrap on your vehicle, maybe it's a new logo design for your new company, reach out to Rich at the Wrap Lab. Let him know I sent you 615-913-0372. Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com. Thanks again for tuning in to another AJ Nashville podcast. Most of you that follow me closely have noticed that here lately I've been doing some things with advertisement, offering some advertisement levels, things like that. It's been a great experience actually to know that people are vested in my podcast enough to invest their own personal funds into it and obviously trust in me to help their business grow. You know, this was a podcast that was started in November of last year. I'd made the commitment to start to get it going and to do whatever it was I needed to do in order to make it a successful podcast. Now, I did it two times per week. If I had to redo that portion of it, I'm not sure that I would. Maybe I would switch the days that it was on or something like that. you know. But the big thing is when it comes down to the podcast and comes down to the content, the content can get a little frustrating sometimes. Sometimes there's instances where we'll record three or four or five different shows, get halfway through and delete it, start all over, and come up with some different content because whatever it was that we were posting at that time wasn't exactly the message I wanted to get out there. So it kind of goes back to some things, you know, when I started the podcast, I did it for a few different reasons. We've hit episode 70 with this past week's podcast. And when I started, I honestly didn't know if it was something that was going to go, you know, past three, four, five, six, seven podcasts. Now with my marketing agreement with people, well, guess what? You're guaranteed to hear from me at least 45 more times because I've agreed to do a minimum of 45 more shows for those people that have sponsored and have paid money to have me advertise on my podcast. It's a good thing because that commitment comes in and I'm not scared of commitment. I'm not scared of spending that time and and doing the podcast and providing each one of you with some great content. Now, along the way, I've had a lot of help and that's been mostly from you guys, the listeners. I've had people that have motivated me in ways that they didn't realize when you get a message in your inbox and it's from somebody that maybe, you know, a little bit, maybe you don't know at all. Or maybe you know them really well and didn't realize that one of your messages resonated with them. So from time to time, I would sit there and look at the podcast and think, God, you know, numbers aren't where I'd like to see them. I'm putting a lot of effort into it. I'm putting a lot of time into this thing, and I'm not quite where I want to be. Then I would get a message. Hey, listen to your podcast on this, you know, this is what's happened in my life. It was so impactful. I'm so glad that you shared with me. There's some freedom in that as far as I'm concerned, you know, different messages like that. There's been messages on Facebook from friends and fans and people that have reached out and simply said, Hey, you know what? I was down in the dumps. I listened to some of your podcasts. I watched some of your posts and it really kicked me in the ass and got me up and going. And you look at these people's lives and where they're at now compared to where they may have been six months or a year from now. Now, I'm not saying that my podcast or my post or anything like that had anything to do with it. But in their eyes, there was something motivational or inspirational that I shared that gave them that extra oomph that every now and then we need in order to get going or to get motivated again. Let's face it, the most motivated people in the world, there's days they wake up and they say, man, fuck this. I'm not ready to strike this day. And there's times where maybe that happens for a week straight. You know, maybe it it happens for a day or two. Maybe it's only a couple hours. But that moment hits most of us at some point. And it simply takes somebody to reach out and kind of remind you of why you're doing it. As if looking at your family wasn't enough to remind you that why you get up every day to try to achieve greatness. You know, let's face it, we all do it for our families. We don't get up. If we had zero worries in the world financially, honestly ask yourself this. Would you work? Would you be doing what you're doing right now? To some, the answer is of course. I love helping people. This is what I do. This is what I enjoy. I fall in that category. If I could help veterans every day of the the week and not have to worry about any of my bills or anything like that getting taken care of, I would do it. No questions asked. But then you have some people that are in jobs or positions maybe that aren't as fun. Maybe they haven't hit their dream job yet. And it's a struggle from time to time to get up and get motivated to do the things that you really don't want to do. You know, and sometimes just being able to open up something like Facebook or iTunes or a podcast or something motivating that reminds you of, hey, you know what, I may not want to do this, but I have to. And here's why. You know, that's always something to look at and something to consider. And from my end, it's something that I've never thought of. Until people started messaging me saying, hey, you know what, thank you so much, I was so motivating, you got me out of a rock and a hard place, or you got me out of a tight spot, or you may not know this, but you know I was down in the dumps from this, and, and now I really admire what you do. Like, Here's the thing. I believe there's different types of wealth in the world. Everybody wants to be wealthy monetarily. Everybody wants to have a bunch of money. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but there's a lot of people that want you know, money and happiness that comes with it or happiness that some people say happiness doesn't come with money. But you know, if your bills and stuff are paid, that could provide happiness. I'm not talking about an extreme amount of money or anything like that, just enough to get by and not have to worry about the bills. That's obviously something that everybody seeks, I would think. But the other form of wealth to me is knowing that you do something that impacts other people's lives. Something positive, you know, because you have the negative people out there, they're able to get out there, they're able to talk shit, they're able to do things intentionally to bring other people's lives down. You know, you see them on Facebook sometimes, the social media trolls, they're constantly saying things negative, they have nothing positive to say, and those are people that you just need to get out of your life. Doesn't matter how good they are or how great they were, if they're not doing something to contribute to your life in a positive way... Get rid of them. What's the point in keeping them? It's like keeping a gallon of milk in the fridge that's three months old, hoping that it, tra- it turns into a, a block of cheese. You know, could it happen? I don't know. I don't know the, the science that goes into making cheese, but I would imagine at the end of the day, it's just a lot cheaper to go get a block of cheese at the store. The fact of the matter is all that thing of milk's doing is sitting in there and it's stinking up the fridge. It's taking up space and it's horrible to look at. Same goes with the friends that are sitting there that are doing nothing but pumping negativity into your life. You know, if you have that friend, and it could be your best friend, the downside is is when you're trying to move to a level of success, you tend to lose people along the way. It could be people that doubt you, people that don't motivate you. Maybe they don't have the same things in mind. Have you ever noticed that when you're moving along and you're doing things That's allowing you to achieve your goals, that you suddenly find yourself with less and less friends, less and less people around you. I'll give you an example. Shane and I were talking about this weekend how, you know, before I had kids, I had friends everywhere. Then kids come and friends slowly disappear. You know, the people that just wanted to hang out with you, they're slowly gone. And then because I can't take time to go out and do certain things because of work or because of family, those friends slowly drift away. And that's okay because at the end of the day, family is the most important thing. Knowing that I'm doing something to provide for them is the most important thing. At the end of the day, we will all run through hundreds of friends in our lifetime and may only keep a few true friends throughout that lifetime. It's sad to hear, but it's factual in most cases. You look at a lot of people that are doing very well. Maybe they surround themselves with people, but they're not always considered friends. Sometimes it has to, we have to go and and get rid of the negativity in our life or the things that are bringing us down. You know, maybe it's a bad relationship. Maybe we've been in a bad relationship too long and it's time to go ahead and get rid of that and move on and do something different. Maybe it's a bad friendship. Maybe it's a, a family member that's too dependent on us and they're they're draining our resources and you just don't have the energy to move forward. Those are people that we need to look at. And we need to decide if those people are toxic, if they share the same dream as we do. Have you ever noticed when you post something on Facebook, you can say, Hey, just got hired for a job working at, you know, ABC telecommunications? I'm going to start as a call center person, and everybody congratulates that person. Hey, awesome. Congratulations. Good job. I've been looking forward to you getting a job, You know, getting out of school and doing what you have to do. Then you have the person that says, hey, I'm going to start a new business. This is what it's going to be, and it opens up on September 1st. What do you see? You see people that say things like, Oh, you, you know, you shouldn't do that. That's super risky. I don't, I don't know of anybody that should invest their money in something like that. That's a big risk to take. Maybe you should second guess it. You should reconsider it. Maybe you should find a job like your Uncle Joe. You know, go work where he works. I hear they're hiring. Those people don't support what it is that you're trying to do for yourself because there's that fear and they're taking that fear that they have and they're pushing it on you. They don't share the same passion As you do. That seems to happen quite a bit. It seems in a lot of cases that people want to discourage people from going out and doing things on their own. Discourage them from chasing their dreams. Discourage them from pursuing what it is that makes them happy. All to yield on the side of caution. Then you wake up 25 years later and wonder what the fuck happened to your life. Where'd things go? How am I here now? How did I get here? How did I fall victim to being normal like everybody else? Why didn't I pursue that dream? Have you ever talked to somebody and they said, hey, I thought of that idea, but this person invented it. Or, hey, I thought that that would be a great idea, but then somebody else marketed it. And now they're a millionaire and they invented it. What stopped that person from chasing that dream, that idea? Usually it's the people around them. Ah, that's not a good idea. Nah, just just don't even worry about it. It's not a great idea. Pack your shit, go to work tomorrow. Why do we allow it? Why do we caution on the side of safety? Why do we listen to other people so much and allow them to dictate what it is that we're going to do with our lives? Is it simply because most of us can't accept the criticism that comes with growth? Is it because we can't accept the fact that, hey... If I do this, I won't have the support of my peers, and I don't want that discomfort. Let me tell you how many times I should have quit chasing my dream, my podcast, for example. You know, I have friends that make fun of the fact that I do it, or, hey, maybe you should, maybe if we did a podcast, you would come and hang out, you know. And it sucks, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. I'm doing what makes me happy. I'm doing something to bring value to my market and to bring value to people. It doesn't really matter to me if somebody doesn't approve of it anymore because that's not something that is of any concern. Because the messages I get in the background, the text messages, the emails, the private messages, that's what really matters. See, I put this together in hopes that I would change one person's life. I put this together in hopes that I would do something to impact a person and change the course of their trajectory as far as what they wanted to achieve or accomplish. And the messages that I've read and the things that I've seen and the words that have been spoken to me tell me I've done that for more than one person. That's the ultimate reward. I mean, if somebody spends the time helping you, spend the time helping someone else. That's always been my stipulation when I do something different to help somebody. Hey, I'll do this. I'll help you. I'll help you grow. And they always say, well, you know, Well, do you want me to pay you or what do you want me to do? And I say, no, when you get where you're going, remember where you've been and find somebody else that wants to be where you're at. And once you find that, turn around, give them a helping hand and pull them up and help them get to where you want to be. Do it together. That's the biggest thing. So just give back, find somebody else. You know, I was fortunate throughout my years of growing as a loan officer that I had people that really believed in me. People that said, hey, you know what? You're awesome at sales. You're awesome at this. You're a people's person. You should really do this. Continue to do that. And I always looked around. I was like, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm not that good. I'm just average. I don't even know why I'm doing this. And that was just negative self-talk. Now that I look around and see where I've been, I think, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Why didn't I make sense of it then? Why didn't I take the talents that I had and seize that opportunity a long time ago so I could be much further than I am now. The truth is, it was just laziness. I mean, let's be honest. Let's not sugarcoat and bullshit each other. A lot of times, we just don't do something because it doesn't fit what we want to do for that day. It's kind of like the gym. You know, I I know this feeling very well. Get done with work. You're watching TV maybe that night and you're seeing somebody and they're they're ripped or they're in good shape or something. You're like, damn, you know what? I'm such a fat ass. I want to get in that shape. I'm going to get to the gym tomorrow. Then you wake up and go to the office. And the work comes again and you make an excuse of why you're not going to go to the gym. Oh, it was a long day today. I'm not going to be able to make it to the gym. Oh, my God. I got to hurry up and get home. Or, oh, man, there's there's too much traffic. I can't go to the gym. Or... Uh, I forgot my my gym shoes. Now I'm not going to be able to go. Well, if you planned ahead, you would have your gym shoes and everything in the car. But we allow ourselves to make excuses for the things that we want. And we discredit them and say, you know what? Not today, but tomorrow. I see people on Facebook. They're like, hey, I'm going to stop smoking on Monday. And it's like, okay, well, it's Friday. So you're going to wait two extra days. So you're going to smoke for two more days so you can stop smoking on Monday. That makes no sense. We just give ourselves the excuses and procrastinate and keep pushing it off and pushing it off till it's too late. Here's the thing: I weighed 200 pounds before Rowan was born. Okay, I was in great shape, going to the gym all the time, doing all that stuff. And I can use the fact that oh, Shannon was pregnant, and that's why I didn't go to the gym. And you know, there's a little bit of truth to that. Yes, I wanted to be around to be home. Obviously, I wanted to make sure she was okay. I wanted to take care of Roan when she was born, and so I didn't want to spend as much time in the gym, but I could have spent some time. I could have ate a little bit better. There's multiple things I could have done, but now I find myself at 265 pounds thinking, shit, it's going to take a lot to work this off, and it will. It's going to take weeks and weeks and months of hard work when I could have just balanced And just stayed consistent, not had to get to the point where I am now. Like I said, that's what we do in our lives. We sit there and we let ourselves bury ourselves deeper and deeper and deeper into a hole until we try to look out of that hole and can't because we're in over our ears. Then we have one or two decisions to make at that point. We can either reach up and find somebody to help us or we can give up. It's that simple. The message I've gotten from a lot of people is, hey, you know what? I was in the position where I was deep, and I was in above my ears, and then I saw your message. And I decided to give it 100%, and here's where I am today. That's a message of fulfillment. That's telling me that somebody didn't give up, that somebody decided, hey, you know what? I can still do something with this. And that's the most important thing to remember. The fact it doesn't matter how deep you're in. If you're in there, if you're already at the bottom, where do you have or what, can, what more can you lose? Can you get further down to the bottom? I don't think so. You know, that's where risk comes into play. That's where people take that jump off the ledge from, hey, I work a full-time job and I'm also a real estate agent to just saying, you know what? I'm not going to do the full-time job anymore because I only made thirty grand last year. And if I focus my efforts on this, I can make more than that in this industry. I mean, at that point, what do you have to lose? Some of the most successful business people in the world started off with zero. I know you've seen them on TV. You've seen the people that are like, hey, my name's uh, blah, 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 blah. And I was walking around town, had $17 in my pocket and nowhere to live. And now I'm a multi-billionaire. And here's my yacht, my big boat, my hot wife, my two kids and my Rolex along with my Rolls Royce. You know, you see that because that's true. At that point, they have nothing to lose. You got $17 in your pocket, shit, you don't even have enough to fill up your gas tank anymore. This isn't 1998 when you could fill up your gas tank, grab a pack of cigarettes and a burrito from the gas station off $17 and still have some change left. They made a decision that they hit rock bottom. And so they were able to chase whatever it is they were after, and they did so in a way that people would do so when they had no other option. See, the thing is, is, if you have no other option, you have to find a way to succeed more than likely you will, unless you're just a quitter. But when you look around and you say to yourself, you know what, I have no other option. If I don't make this work, everybody around me is going to suffer. Then you'll do it. The question is, why do we allow ourselves to get to the point where that is what's required of us in order for us to be okay? Okay. Why do we let ourselves get to the bottom before we decide that, you know what, it's time to go all in? You know, life is kind of, it's like a cheap card game if you think about it. You know, you can play it safe and you lose a couple of hands here and you win a couple of hands there and, and you're good to go. You can go high risk, go all in on everything you do and eventually you'll fail and you'll be out of the game. Or you can be strategic and work hard and balance and learn and watch, and observe, and grow, and eventually grow your wealth. Now, I understand this isn't a typical game in Vegas. The lights don't stay on because there's so many winners. But I hope you're able to at least take the point that I'm getting at here and take the message that I'm trying to share with you today. I hope each one of you have a fantastic, phenomenal, incredible, awesome weekend, or whatever weekend it is that you deserve based on how you work for that weekend. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Happy Labor Day to those of you that are listening. That's coming up in a couple days. Enjoy it. Enjoy your day off. Thanks again for tuning in. Hey, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to the AJ Nashville Podcast. Let me take a second to thank our sponsors, the people that make it possible for me to be in your ears on a week-to-week basis. Thanks again for tuning in. House on the Rock Home Inspection with Dave Ganatra. You can feel free to reach his team at 615 717 7,900. Let me tell you, when it comes to protecting your greatest asset that you ever purchase, Dave's got you covered. Builders fear this man. Feel free to reach out to his team. Once again, 615-717-7900.